every single bone in your back. Oh, shit. And I bought four of them. <laughs> and I sit like a goddamn little pretzel at work. So now I... You're salted pretzel? Maybe. Okay. Maybe some... Some, some hun- musty? Honey mustard. Honey mustard, Dijon. Honey. No. Honey. Honey. Mustard. Do I need to be closer to the microphone? Closer to the microphone. Honey mustard. What if we all, if we all did the episode like this? We're just breaking ASMR so many mode. COVID recommendations right now. That's so sick, actually. Also, sick. That's so sick. That's a double entendre. Oh, oh hey That's very good. In Listeners our- at home, there's just f- fucking fire being spit in this. Can I say fuck? Yeah, you can say oh, fuck. Oh, you just said it, so. <laughs> you can say fuck. Holy fucking shit. I like being really close to the microphone. It's kind of cool, actually. We're we're peaking if we go over a certain volume at this at this distance. Okay, so then sit back a little bit. Maybe. We <laughs> can, okay. Oh, oh yeah. that was we're a, peaking. That was a huge. <laughs> Stop! Peak. You're, gonna, you're gonna push the microphone, folks. <laughs> welcome to possibly. Th- <laughs> <laughs> that was a really nice steal of the show. There, I, we really got to turn we're these peaking levels so down. Hard. We just got to turn these levels way down, pal. Have we piqued your interest? Well, up. we certainly piqued audacity. Very, yes, that was very good. You're really good at this whole podcasting <laughs> Thank thing. Thank you. Why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, how we got here? Well, about two beers in, we decided to raid Arc, the company that we work for, and we are now sitting in a small circle in our sound studio. That's correct. Um, With... A broken laptop. I have implied and consent to be here. Um, I think in the sound studio of. of yes, our we company. are allowed to be here. Um, I think. Yeah, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, we're using our own stuff. Yeah, we're using our own stuff, which half of it's not working. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. like, um, so. we're doing very well for for Just episode paying our dues. for episode seven yeah. of the Draw Call podcast. We're two minutes in, and we haven't said one thing cool no. yet. Holy shit. Except that one line that I had that was really good, the and I, I forgot about it, oh, what it was. Yeah, Do you did. remember what I said? It was no. a zinger. <laughs> Not at all. I, past two and a half beers, I start forgetting a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um, two beers is all it takes. We already said welcome to Draw Call. Man, this episode is we off did. to a fucking smashing <laughs> start. I don't think it starts off any different in any of the other episodes, okay. to be fair. Okay. That's a lot. I'm That's a lot of heat coming <laughs> from a guest. All right. This episode is going to be called The Guest Shits on the Host. <laughs> the, the egg becomes before the chicken. <laughs> the animation comes before the rig. That's exactly correct. That's a great segue. Uh, <laughs> to our guests. Sophia. That's me. You do rigs. I do do rigs. For those of you who don't know what rigs are, join the club. A lot of people don't. It's just like putting bones in 3D models, and that's what I do at Shell. And it's really hard and annoying and tedious. I would say, instead of tedious, it's meditative. You and think it's meditative? peaceful. And I don't know. There's, like, problem solving and ha- has a routine. I like doing it. Huh. I think, yeah, I understand why people don't like it. But I you get to work with 3D models. That's true. It is kind of fun messing around in, like, 3D software, but yeah. I did have to uh, rig a like fish once, and I almost wanted to kill myself. Uh, a fish it was sucks. the first thing I ever rigged too. It sucks. 
it's just overwhelming because like programs are vague and true you know but i also like i like modeling i like animation and this is just the step in between in between i I vibe with it all cool oh i have to burp i'm not cutting any of that (laughs) we gotta we're fighting for every second (laughs) yeah this is good content that i'm giving you listen i'm just gonna get right back close to the mic oh my gosh i think that's really cool i'm gonna figure it out later ASMR. Yeah. Draw call at night. Call <laughs> after <It is> hours. <laughs> this is one of our later episodes that we this recorded. Is. Yeah, we, after 40 minutes of fucking around with one of the laptops oh I tried God. using, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't get it to work. So it's now 7:49. Um, this actually does clock in as probably the latest episode we've ever recorded. That's true. Um, latest and the greatest. So. How are you going to make it? Wow, that's actually. A ton that you're saying right now. You're you're raising the bar here very high. How do you expect for this to be the greatest episode? What are you bringing to the table over the next oh forty five to fifty five minutes or so? Mm, for one, I don't play nearly as many video games <laughs> as, as the rest of your guests. As the tweet, <laughs> so I'm just bringing in a hot take. You know, Ooh. just some fresh content. We do that, have a good hot you take know? on the show. I know nothing, and that is my greatest advantage. So I did tweet out that uh, we have a guest on the show that knows a ton about video games, so you have a lot I'd to like answer to for. <laughs> <laughs> I can list, I can name on my fingers all the games that I've played intensely. Why don't you, why don't you list them um, yeah. at a very slow cadence? So, should I like ASMR it? Yeah. Hey, listeners. Welcome to the list of things that I've played um, Animal Crossing Wild World on my DS Lite. Great game. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Another classic. <laughs> I like where this is going. Um, Wii Tennis. Okay, all the Wii. All, all, the, <laughs> all the Wii. <laughs> Every Wii uh, game I'm almost ever done made. Breath of the Wild. That's pretty cool. Wow, and I, really I dabble in the Minecraft. Really? Mm-hmm. I do. Like to this day? Yeah, I actually just started this year. Wow. Yeah. What do you What do you do in Minecraft? Do you play creative mode or survival? No, mode? no, I play survival, but uh, the multiplayer versions that I play is at easy, and the solo versions that I play are peaceful. <laughs> so Fair it's enough, basically yeah. creative. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, that's yeah. why they're there, you know. But I like yeah. you know build tree houses and mine shit. It's a good time. Minecraft is, like, unironically a very fun game. Yeah. I mean, like, it's everything that I wish I could do in Animal Crossing. But yeah. With shitty, like, visuals. So. Yeah. If Minecraft and Animal Crossing had a baby, that would be an amazing game. Mine crossing. Mine crossing. <laughs> My crossing. Animal craft. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. Yeah, why don't, we, why don't we explain what Animal Craft is? Do I have to explain? <laughs> yeah, why don't we, why don't we turn this into like a game pitch where you explain to a group of Nintendo right. execs? Yeah, Mr. Iwata. Yeah, yeah, sure. My name is Mr. Ottawa for sure. <laughs> like. Why don't you go ahead and explain what animal oh, craft man. is, pal? What, what are you crafting out of these animals? <laughs> no, we're not crafting animals. We're no, crafting the name, with pal. the animals. Oh, you're crafting um, with the animals. With the animals. So you're exploiting the labor of animals. <laughs> That's not what craft. I said. Now <laughs> you're just twisting my words. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta prepare yourself. This is what the pitch meeting is gonna be I like. I don't think this is how the pitch meeting <laughs> is gonna be. You sit in front of those billionaires that are wearing sandals. Oh my god. 
and driving That's out. That's true. You're wearing boots. I Does that make you not a billionaire? No, that makes me not even close, actually, I don't think. Yeah, actually. You I, couldn't even boot up this computer. Who are you to talk? Oh, that was Ayo. very. That was a good zinger. That was very good. Why don't you explain what I had Spit to do with the, with the computer? Uh, yes, for those of you at home, uh, Mac was trying to. Also, I don't know if there's anyone at home who listens to this. <laughs> He's like my mom. Okay. No, not even my mom. I don't even think Mrs. my mom Mrs. Nelson, knows. if you're listening to this, it's Mac. not her last name. <laughs> 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 it's not her last name. Sorry. <laughs> Mac's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mac's mom. Whose last name is. There's a computer that we were trying to use, but Mac. <laughs> Installed some virus in it so his friends could play League of Legends, and now <laughs> that's exactly. What and I'm now saying. we can't turn it on, so we're here recording on oh my an iPhone. God. I installed a Trojan on my computer so I could play cool Mav games, and now the thing won't move up. Have you guys ever like stopped a recording because the intro was just so terrible and started over? <laughs> never. never. Can today not, be the first? And it's not yeah. happening today. Or actually, it's not maybe happening. it's perfect. We're we're nine minutes and ten seconds in, and I don't think this can yeah, get any better. To be fair, I've listen to three episodes now and I think at least five minutes in you say that you count you say what time it is and how badly it's going or how little you've talked about the subject oh yeah so I think that's just it's sort of like a, a trope of this you know, an industry podcast. staple so oh, that? that just man. means that the good content is coming right now oh, yeah so. right in five <laughs> four three two one it's gonna be great <laughs> Some great content. Sophia, you've been at Shell Games for... Two seconds. Two, three, four seconds now. Tell me, what's the most impactful thing that you've done here while during your extremely storied tenure at this wonderful, legendary company? Dang. What a what a question. Mm-hmm. Maxon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really hard to say because I've been researching and doing experiments for the majority of my summer internship and this is the first project that I've been placed on so I don't know great answer (laughs) (laughs) it's a really great answer for this I feel like yeah I've just added a vibe to the studio your lives were certainly much duller before I before I came that is very true Mm -hmm. they should change your uh, your title from Technical artist to vibe master. Vibe master. Level one. Level. I remember ten. when uh, we, because f- I met Sophia before I met you, Mac. Mm-hmm. I remember when you first showed up in the studio. Do you remember that? When Mac showed, or when I did? When Mac did. After my. Long I couldn't hiatus. remember your name yeah. a bunch. Yes, I, I also remember cannot remember that. your name. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that says about <laughs> Mac Nelson around the world. Okay, I I remembered your avatar, on on our uh, like internal platforms on Slack and stuff. <laughs> yeah, on Slack. Like I thought, internal platforms sounded a little more official. As if we couldn't. It's like as if Slack is like a shell game is like monolithic <laughs> application that's yeah. that's just storied in secrecy. Uh, I mean, yeah, I remember your old one. What was know, my old one? I don't know what it was of. But it was like the the cartoon head. The cartoon head. Yeah, it was like a head of. Remember this, Sophia? I'm trying to think. <laughs> it was like tan and like. Oh yeah, I don't know like exactly reddish. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you ready for me to deep dive into 
the story behind that avatar. Yeah. I don't even remember what it looks like. Describe it to me in vivid detail. Okay, so it's a... <laughs> it's a... It's like a... Now you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just want me and the audience to remember exactly. <laughs> you know, every single pixel of this thing. It was Start a... with zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, Z. I'll start with zeros. Give me the hex code of that. Of <laughs> it was a it was a avatar. Uh, it was an image from uh, concept art from uh, one of my favorite video game franchises. Since I was a wee lad, Ace Combat Four. Uh, uh, it was a uh, concept art of the primary antagonist of the game, Yellow Thirteen. I do remember your yes. I have it in my head now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And. Uh, it's a very crude drawing of the character. Um, it's just a guy with like whitish blonde hair, mm-hmm. and he has a very sort of stone face expression, um, almost of like just storied depression yeah. on his face. And that was my avatar. Nice. Super good way to introduce myself to my coworkers, if I do say so myself. It was a good one. I actually memorable. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was a cool photo. Yeah. It wasn't as cool as mine. What was yours? I'm offended that you don't know. I do know, but I'm asking but for the audience. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. Good save. I, it's a screenshot of Ratatouille at that one scene where Emil has strapped himself to a pack of asparagus, and then that big roll of cheese falls on top of him <laughs> while his belly is full of grapes, and he starts yeah. machine-gunning grapes. <laughs> it's truly the most magnificent freeze frame of the whole movie. I highly recommend that you go watch Ratatouille. Wait, someone, it. Who, who in the group chat called it Fatatouille? Because <laughs> that was pretty That's good. some clever shit right there. That was there. really funny. That Word got me. play. That got me. I almost spit my coffee out, actually, when I read that one. Truly. That was a good one. Yours is a fish. That's a dead fish. To me, why don't you explain the dead fish? Because I know I think there's been some significant controversy in the chat around your oh. dead fish. Has there really? I thought it was from a game that you made. It is from a game I made. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, from my uh, mobile cooking game, Family Style, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was the first version of the fish ingredient that I made. But uh, my team and I decided having a dead fish, like with eyes yeah. and like a face, was probably not good for a family game. So. We beheaded the fish in the final version. <laughs> Damn. So there is no head on the fish. Right. People should know where the food is coming from. You don't need to Fair enough. baby the, the people. That's, that's, that is very true. But uh, <laughs> the final version of that fish is now tattooed on my left shoulder. Excellent. It's come full circle. So I will probably never change that profile pic because I really, really like it. It is a good one. Yeah. It's a unique one. A tangent to that, but speaking of not knowing what your food looks like, I recently learned that scallops have eyes, like a hundred eyes going around the perimeter of a scallop. Isn't that crazy? And they have pupils. Wait. Like, you know what a scallop looks like? It's like a little short little cylinder of meat. Mm -hmm. And there's eyes all around it. Like, that's terrifying. With like an iris and a pupil. And we eat them? Yeah. That's kind of fun. I don't know where the eyes go when you cook them. Maybe you take them They pop out. Like Pop Rocks. Scallops are good, though. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was worth mentioning. That was worth mentioning. (laughs) That's like the Spongebob episode when uh, everyone hides under Patrick's rock. 
<laughs> it's just eyes. <laughs> and just eyes around the rock. <laughs> that is such a good image. Very yeah. good way of describing of what a scallop looks like. Very good. I have this, like, it's not really a theory, but you can use any, like, Spongebob episode. Mm. Like, every Spongebob episode has some, like, screenshot that can describe, like, a real-life sure. thing, emotion, feeling, moment. Mm-hmm. And... It has never proven me wrong. That show is glorious. There's just so much content there. My favorite show as a kid. Mm. Same. Same. Incredible show. What's your favorite episode, Mac? Okay, you're asking a lot right now, because as a kid I did not really... uh, Of the episodes I can remember... Mm. Honestly, uh, the one that comes to mind most immediately is probably the one... Either the the Midnight Shift one... Where the hash slinging slasher, yeah, the hash slinging yeah. slasher one, or the one like the super like avant garde one where like they get stuck in like a void of nothingness. Do you remember that episode? Like the white box episode. Oh, is that the one where they like are going through time? Yeah, they're like going through time and space, and at this. the end, the ending is just like SpongeBob and Patrick or something getting stuck in just like an endless void. Beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just... I do remember that one. Damn. I remember there was a video essay on YouTube that reminded me of that episode. I was like, damn, this shit is existential as fuck <laughs> for, like, a, a show for, like, nine-year-olds. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even the target audience is I mean, SpongeBob. isn't that, like, the whole, like, premise of Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network? Like, CatDog and Courage, it's all crazy shit, you know? That's fair. They didn't hold back. It's a very fair point. I'm getting really worried about these levels. Are we peeking? Or are we no, not peeking? No, we're like not peeking. Oh, I should. You should. Should I be closer? I'm gonna move this over Sorry. here at risk of destroying the entire boots operation. Boots and cats and boots and cats. This is gonna be a hell of an episode. It's gonna be a good one. Oh yeah, no, this is going extremely well. Why don't you tell us about more of the video games that you've been playing, Sophia? Um, I would identify as a cozy gamer. Okay. Um, I do enjoy combat when I don't suck at it, which is rarely. But I am training. I purchased Smash Bros. Ultimate. Sick. So one day I will not cry. Are you going to get really good at Smash Bros.? I really hope so. I have basically entirely given up on the concept of getting really good at Smash Brothers or any fighting game. I'm the worst well, at them. I enjoy Breath of the Wild because you can approach it as someone who really hates like melee combat. Mm-hmm. And I just spend all my money on arrows and like kill people from the from sky. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. From a, from a distance. I feel yeah. so powerful. I wish I could do that in real life. You wish you could rain down hell yeah. upon your opponents? I, at all times, have at least 300 bomb arrows. There's just no... That's my my staple. <laughs> your staple in your <laughs> it's arsenal? It's my trademark. <laughs> <laughs> your trademark moves. Link.sof. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me the same energy as like... Have you ever played Pokemon? No. Yeah. Have you ever played Pokemon? Like when I was like four. Okay. Well, maybe this won't land to <laughs> But that's the same energy as in Pokemon when you like collect. Like you just get like a fuck ton of like potions mm-hmm. and like super potions, but you never use them. Yeah. You just like walk to the Pokemon Center and heal. But you just have like a nice. lot of them. You just never use them, but you, you have like a thousand in your bag. Feels nice. Feels yeah. secure. Yeah. I like playing with, like, a really big insurance, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, in Minecraft, I refuse to, like, go out at night or, like, go deep in a cave 
to go mine for shit. Nice. I need like a billion torches, 50 axes or knives or whatever. Swords. That's the term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just hate fighting things. It stresses me out. Mm. But I mean, I defeated all four divine beasts, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm a gamer, so. <laughs> so would you say you're a prepared gamer? You like preparing oh, yeah. for any encounter? I feel like I'm, I'm much more of a person that's just fly by wire. No, you know? I can't do that. I, uh. It's a ver- it's the Virgo in me, you know. It's, I have no idea. Okay, here's one thing you need to know about me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea about any of it. I'm a Pisces. What's your sign? Okay, yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. It means fish. Yeah, yeah it's a fish, but like, <laughs> beyond that, I really couldn't tell you. Does anyone here? Is anyone here a no no a zodiac? No, I do have co-star, but that's because Tinder dates would ask me for it often. And I just, really? yeah, I made one. What is a co-star? Oh, it's an app <coughs> where you, like, put your birth time and all your astrology information in there. Mm-hmm. And then you can, like, add your friends on it, and it'll tell you how compatible you are based on your sign. Cool. That sounds like a really good way to start some uncomfortable conversations yeah. with your friends. Some people really get into it. Yeah, yeah. They definitely do. I have a couple of friends that are really into it. I've also been asked a couple of times, like, what's your birth time what's the exact time of your birth and i called i remember one time i was at the bar and i called my mom up at like <laughs> at like 1 a.m excellent like hey mom weird question <laughs> i think she was like i think she was like are you about to ask me what time you're born <laughs> she knew She's, he's on that astrology <laughs> shit she's like i'm not telling you damn like, oh. fun fact i was born at one two three four Whoa. In the afternoon. That's Whoa. kind of insane. Yeah. That's, that's, that sounds like significant. You know what? One, two, three, four. Yeah. I was born at 920, which is five hours away from 420. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. Why don't you tell us more about four? <laughs> what, not on company you, property, man. Why don't you tell us more about 420 and what your relationship that mean? Is that? What, yeah, does what does 420, that, what 420 mean to you? You're asking me where 420 came from? I Wikipedia'd it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Where did where did it come from? It it was like a bunch of people in high school would go out, uh, in like the backyard of their school to go smoke, weed, <laughs> as opposed to nicotine. <laughs> I like the I like the really high peak on nicotine. <laughs> that was super cool. And I think they would meet at four twenty, and that just like became a code name that they used. It's not that exciting. Dang. That's pretty, yeah. And that just like blew up. I think so. Wow. That's the power of grassroots movements. Yes, emphasis on the grass. <gasps> wow. And the roots. Uh, Not really. Maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you stick your straight edge <laughs> self over there and let the, the let the weed smoking adults talk? Not saying I smoke weed. Not I'm saying, saying that saying I smoke that. weed either. I'm just saying that for the bit. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. Why don't we get back to talking about video games or something? <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's, there hasn't been very many clean segues <laughs> unlike the other episodes. This, this episode's sponsored by three beers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I ate a decent amount today, too. Well, we all had Sierra Nevadas. So we're Sierra. sponsored by Sierra Nevada, and that's, that's a true. Fact. Sponsored by Sierra Nevada. Yeah. We can say that because we're small. We're and gonna they'll hit. never hear us say that. <laughs> so. You never know. 
Uh, next episode, we're having Jill and Dwayne on the podcast. And well, okay, so you're just moving on from me? Yeah. Cool, I'm What's right here. That, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to segue into something. If you would let me do my work. If you let me do my magic here. All right, you got ten more words. Ten more words? Ten more, let's hear the segue. You got ten if more I just words. use three right there? You just use them all you right just there. Why don't you give me 25 You're over, more. man. Mr. Bank of Zion. <laughs> Mr. Word Bank of Ziad. It is Z Bank. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man. Now, anyway, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by the guest that I that I tried so hard to get on the show. The guest <laughs> that fixed your audio problems, yeah, mind you. That, there would be no podcast without the guest. That's true. Why don't we shout out Sophia Videva? Is it Videva or Videva? It's actually Videva. Oh. So Videva. I, Videva. Bet, I bet you feel pretty dumb right I now. I do actually. <laughs> I'm extremely <laughs> I feel really stupid. Wait, say that one more time. Videva. Did you say it one more time, maybe right into the mic? Videva. There we go. Vitava. That's good. Whenever I say it on the phone, I always go, it's V as in Victor, I, D as in David, E, V as in Victor, A. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what my mom always did. What? what? There's just so many vowels in it. People don't know how to spell it. Oh my, dude, my mom used to say the same <laughs> with our last name. She'd be like, it's D as in David, U, R, O, N as in Nancy. <laughs> yeah, man. I for sure had that problem with Nelson. <laughs> That's something I for sure had to deal with. Dude, everybody knows this from Nelson. Oh, yeah. In as in... Nelson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, this this podcast episode doesn't have shit for content, but it does have laughs and gaffs. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's go back to the bank of Ziad real quick. Um when I was talking about who's next on the podcast, Jill and Dwayne, and Sophia just rolled her eyes because we're not talking about her right now. Yeah, I'm offended, but continue. Give me 20 more seconds. I'm going to wrap this <laughs> 20 more words. In a neat little bow. You're using them up. And now I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Your loan request is not. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah. This episode's sponsored by me not having enough water at the bar. <laughs> this beer is still hitting. Remember when I was like, it's definitely a bad idea to be drinking before we record this podcast, and you said, no, 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 Sophia, it's going to be so great. It's this usually, is a requirement. It's usually better than this. Oh, definitely. I would actually say this is pretty good. This is good. I'm having for, a fun time. In terms of, like, laughability. I feel like it's frustrating to listen to, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no Do you want to tell us about Dwayne and whoever else is coming oh, on? Oh, yeah, Dwayne and Jill. Uh, Jill's my boss, by the way. They're coming on the podcast to help us figure out how to make the podcast better. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to think tank? Yeah, they started the shitting on the podcast while I was talking to them about it. They're like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have named it Draw Call, because that doesn't really have anything to do with <laughs> I had to like explain like she was like what's draw call me and I was like oh it's a games art term uh, about when you're mm. drawing something on the games engine or whatever and I and she was like yeah I don't know if draw call is mm. a good name <laughs> and I was like oh well you know she's like and then I was like man maybe you should put game in the title somewhere and I'm like oh, I don't really know if there's any podcast names left with so is that going to be all of the next episode just them that giving us suggestions <laughs> us going well yeah <laughs> maybe we've already yeah, done like be, 10 episodes what you it's going to be super meta 
Because we, because they, they asked. Oh, so you want to rebrand like Meta? It's gonna be a real Facebook. Wow, <laughs> that was solid. That was a real solid. <laughs> a little solid switcheroo there. Yeah. You just did. Dude, uh, I got you. That was super sick. I'm, for all the listeners at home, me and Z just fist bumped. Sophia is currently playing with her cuticles. With my ring, you. Fuckwad. Mm. Also, <laughs> Z totally stole my joke. I definitely started that singer, but whatever, whatever. We'll, we'll roll the tape and roll. Here at Draw Call, we do not give a shit who the guest is. We. <laughs> oh, boy. No, let's let's talk about games. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's attempt. <laughs> let's talk about games. I actually have a topic that yeah. I want to talk about. You have about. a topic? Ask, ask 28 minutes in? Are we 28 minutes in? Is it actually? Yeah, we're half Damn. done with this baby. Mac, maybe this is the episode that you actually get it. Nah. <laughs> not editing shit. This is a fun episode. Anyway, okay. Go on. When well, we stop laughing and start chatting. All right, let's start chatting. Start gaffing. 29 minutes in. <laughs> I want to talk about games and school. Oh, mama. I getting getting a degree for games. Yeah. Getting a degree during a pandemic. Yeah, for games. Yeah. Sucks. But I'm yeah. curious. I don't really have like a specific question, but I do <laughs> want to like just feel out your thoughts on a gaming degree. Cuz you're you're Damn. still in you're still yeah, obtaining yeah. it. Wait, I thought you graduated. No, no. I'm still a student. This like the reason I'm here is because it's counting towards my degree. I see. As like a project that I'm on. I see. Right? Okay. I don't know. I feel like even if I wasn't in grad school during a pandemic, it so much depends on the people who are in your class. And, like, you're always going to be learning stuff on your own, even while you're a student. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I have been on projects with people who haven't, like, had experience with the things that we're working on or have been the only artist. So it's just like a lot of figuring it out. But that's like the biggest thing I take out of school. It just teaches you how to like figure your shit out after being placed in a situation where that's not ideal, you know? In both undergrad and grad. Okay, interesting. I guess, yeah, I guess my like experience was I learned things in undergrad. Like I learned skills mm, technical and very, stuff. yeah, very like applicable things to like my life but in grad school I did not <laughs> I, did I not. mean <laughs> I guess I just can't relate to that because I went to like a fine art school and it wasn't for games specifically in fact commercialized creative fields were kind of like almost frowned upon for your undergrad yeah I didn't go to for games for my undergrad really even. no oh I, I just went for grad school but you learned technical things in uh, undergrad. But not for games. I see. I yeah, see. for other other industries. Damn. But I feel like I didn't learn... I guess my point is, like, I don't know if going to school to learn about, like, games is worth it. Yeah, I definitely know for a fact that I could have learned everything from YouTube. Yes. We just lost full sale as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in what you don't, like, rely on grad school for, you gain with, like networking and just like working with people you know totally which that, i very much appreciate yeah 
that was like I would have not liked to spend so much money, but right, right, right. <laughs> I guess that's where like my my uh, wires get crossed yeah. a little bit, just because everything I did get from my program, it was from the people I mm. I made games with, yeah, mm. very and much, and not from the content that I was learning. Yeah. Would you say that the curriculum is outdated? In I think it's not focused. It's like all over the place. I mean, it's so hard to, right? Like, yeah. everything keeps, like, technology's changing, software's changing, like, practices and pipelines are changing. Yeah. I feel like it's re- really difficult to keep hiring faculty that are, like, focused enough to make yeah. things relevant to the That's a good point. modern game industry. That's um, a good point. Like, the ETC, for example, hadn't had that many art faculty until the past few years. It used to be like a very design and com- like programmer heavy program. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I just got really lucky that I have a really good mentor there for 3D stuff. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird conundrum. I sometimes wonder what, would hap- what I would have done, or like where I would be if I didn't get a grad degree in mm-hmm. games. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really know what value it's given me so far. Do you think it helped you get a job here? No. The fact that you Not have a grad degree? No. But you, wow. you, you wouldn't have been working in games, you don't think, right? I was starting to go into games in undergrad, like my last year. Mm. So I probably would have pursued it. Uh, but I think the fact I had an internship at Shell while I was an undergrad mm. helped me land this job. So I don't actually know... I can't say for sure if my grad degree hmm. has helped me or not because I haven't. <laughs> I didn't apply anywhere else. This is bleak. <laughs> so I just applied back to Shell because I really wanted to work here. Yeah, yeah. This is a great place to work. So I can confirm. Yeah. Shout out Shell Games. Yeah, yeah, we love you. In the Shell Games sound room specifically. <laughs> <laughs> this vibe is actually kind of insane. We're like in a box. Yeah. Well, I yeah. This is most sound rooms, it, right? Yeah. But it's kind of like a very odd place to be doing such a homely podcast. It is. I feel like I'm in jail. It's like just like a, a beige room. It's very... If you were to go to jail, what would you go to jail for? What's your, <laughs> what's your crime now? Going 120 um, miles. I wonder what my jail, my <laughs> jail crime would be. Um, yeah, I've got a bit of a lead foot. I think. Working too hard, caring too much. Exactly. <laughs> being too good at being a good friend. Yeah. Being too good at getting the computers on the podcast <laughs> for the podcast to yeah, work. Yeah, all set up. Um, I don't know. It's a Something good. Something just dripped on my finger. Oh, that's, wait. <laughs> that's very cool. I'm sorry. I tell us more about the drip that happened <laughs> in your finger. Did <laughs> you tell us more about that? Just continue. Just continue. Now, <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> going to jail. <laughs> You're listening to Draw Call, a gaming focused podcast. Ziad, if you were to go to jail, what would you be going for, pal? What would I be going for, or what would I want to be going to jail for? Ooh, that's a good question. Do you think that there's a big difference between what you would want to go to jail for and what you would go to jail for? Bootlegging music, marijuana. You'd be going to jail for. Mary for Jane. the devil's lettuce. The devil's well, lettuce. That's what, jazz I would, cabbage. that's what I would want to go to jail for. What would you be going for? Embezzlement. <laughs> tax fraud. <laughs> tax fraud. Listen, though, I pay Misleading my taxes. Misleading the shareholders. I pay my taxes. 
Not all of them. <laughs> I pay my taxes. Yeah, why don't you sit right close to the mic and tell us what taxes, what taxes you are Listen, paying. I pay all my taxes. <laughs> I also pay all my taxes. I did not pay all my taxes <laughs> last year. That's why they came after me. I'm paying them $300 a month, pal. <laughs> Oh my god. The IRS has me on payment plans. You're listening to Draw Call, a gaming focused <laughs> podcast. Do you want to talk about music? <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah, we can talk like, about music. I can talk like about music wholeheartedly. All right. That I have much more experience in than games. <laughs> <laughs> As I work in a game really studio. Well. All right, let me let me zip those two. Okay. Cool. Is there a gaming soundtrack or oh, OST yeah. that lives in your head rent free? Oh, yes. Ooh, this is a really good my, wow. Ever Great. since ever nice. since I um my dad showed me Dice. Oh. <laughs> that um, have you guys played that flash game Samorost? No, I can't. It's it's a point so it's a point and click game made in 2003, I think. Um and it was a I think like a thesis project for an oh. undergrad student. Um, and it, he ended up forming, or I don't know if he went to or started uh, Emanita Design. It's a Czech game oh. studio. Um, and they, like, continued making Sam Roast episodes. But it's, like, a point-and-click um, puzzler game. The game is, like, gorgeous. All the visuals are, like, collaged from just, like, photos of nature and moss and, like, plants and stuff. But the soundtrack for the second episode is something that, like, haunts my dreams. It is so fucking, like ethereal but also like there's like plucking like strings all over it it's just like exactly what you imagine a moss covered planet in space would sound like you know Mm -hmm. it's so good um i think the composer's name is thomas dvorak d-v-o-r-a-k i think yeah so good is that like a computer game? Like, is yeah. that a browser game? Well, or is it... so it was Flash isn't supported right. anymore. Right. I think you can download them now from the Amanita Design website. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Cool. That whole studio is so kick ass. Yeah. Very cool. Do we know of any other titles that they've produced? They did, what's it called? Botanarium Botanicula. It's like a bug universe they also did this robot one Mm -hmm. these all sound vaguely familiar to me trying to think oh chuchel is theirs too that's an app it's like a kid's Mm. point and click app very Mm. cute Mm. Uh, the design of all of their games is just like super charming and minimal i like it a lot yeah You you should look it up sweet i shall and so all the listeners hmm what about you? What's a soundtrack that sticks in your brain? Honestly, I have a few. Mm. Um, but I think the one that is like most recently in my head, because I was talking about it with a friend, is the soundtrack to uh, Advance Wars, which is a like Nintendo uh, Game Boy Advance game. Mm. Uh, where you, It's like a war sim, but it's like cartoony. And it's like a turn-based strategy type game really fun but each you sort of command your army as a character as a commander and there's like i don't know 12 or 15 different commanders and each of them have a different theme and when it's their turn their theme plays and they're just so good and they're so they're so uh personalized to the commander 
uh, like for example, there's a um, really long, lanky uh, commander named Grit, and his like specialty is like long range artillery and stuff like that. And so his theme is like Western and like <laughs> real like uh, kind of empty but like plucky nice. and slow, and it just it fits so well. And it's always, ah, it's just like lives in my head. I love it. Nice. It's so good. Yeah. What about you, Mac? Um, I'm going to sound basic as hell. I got two. Uh, one is from my childhood. Uh, the Ace Combat Zero soundtrack is yeah. just phenomenal. Uh, Ace Combat Zero uh, diverts from the normal orchestral sort of soundtrack that the Ace Combat games usually go for. It's got a lot of sort of rock, almost veering towards like metal influences. A lot of electric guitar, a lot of bass, uh, a lot of sort of Hispanic um, uh, sort of vibes going on as well. Um, it's an incredible soundtrack, especially the ending credits. Just, yeah, very sit on the couch and drink a sangria <laughs> sort, of, uh, nice. sort of vibe and atmosphere. Cool. Uh, the other one is uh, the Last of Us soundtracks. Uh, I'm just a huge fan of that world in general, and the soundtracks for them are just divine. Mm. Especially some of the unreleased stuff. Very airy, um, sort of plucky acoustic instrumentals mm. that are just amazing. Gustavo, I hope I do this right. Santa Lala, Santa Lala. No, I can't. This episode is sponsored by Three Beers, and I can't do Santa Lala. You know what I mean? Why don't, why don't someone else try and take a crack at pronouncing? I'm going to pass. Saint, Santao. Santeria. No. <laughs> don't it's not Santeria. Okay, I have a question for yeah. you. Is there uh, like a an album, doesn't have to be a video game soundtrack, but that you would like to see as a video game soundtrack? Ooh, that's a very good question. I have one in mind, but I want to hear yours first. Immediately, and this has already been done, but immediately I go to, you've heard of Disco Elysium, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Disco Elysium used um, a ton of tracks by British Sea Power um, to great effect um, in their game. Mm -hmm. But obviously that is something that has already happened. But none of those, or very few of those tracks were actually composed for mm. the game. They were just taken from their albums. A lot of them were taken from a, uh, a soundtrack that British Sea Power made for a BBC documentary. Amazing. About, Dang. I love uh, that. Yeah, about like uh, the evolution of the British coastline. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Somehow they translated that into being used for one of the greatest RPGs I've ever, ever made. But, Amazing. Um, to answer your direct question, um, I think that, oh man, I think that Promises, uh, I know you, I've and told Europe? you about this. No, Promises by Floating Points. Oh. Um, and uh, the London Sympathy, Sympathy, wow, holy fuck. <laughs> 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 holy, yeah, it's a lot today, folks. Um, the London Symphony, there we go, orchestra, uh, and Pharaoh Sanders, the yes. three entities collab together mm. to make one of the most hauntingly beautiful uh, 
like soundtrack albums of the decade. Nice. Um, and I think that would pair amazingly with like some Ori of the Blind Forest or Brothers Taylor yeah. Two Sons yeah. type of uh, yeah. Type of, has anyone here listened to Promises yet? Mm-mm. No. Oh my well, god. Well, you sent it to me, right? I did send yeah, it to you. Yeah, I did yeah. listen to it. Incredible, incredible. One of, honestly, one of the best albums I've ever listened to. Um, it was in uh, Anthony Fantano's like top albums of uh, 2021. Damn. I believe it. Yeah, it's it was like number. It was in the top ten, I think. It's extremely well deserving. Yeah. It's Good. like a. I'm just gonna talk about promises for a couple <laughs> minutes if you guys don't mind. Um, it's an album that takes its name. I feel like Anthony Fantano right now. It's an album <laughs> that takes its name super seriously. The central like part of the album is just a, like this like small series of like notes played, like the central like motif or whatever, and then around it is arranged. Around it is like this entire like crazy winding orchestral piece mm. that always contains those like centralized notes mm. like every few seconds cool. as like keeping almost like keeping a promise even through the wild arrangement that That's you go cool. through. That's very cool. And I feel like I'm spoiling something by <laughs> saying this. Uh, but towards the end of the record that promise that those central chords and motif that all like dissipates into like into nothingness basically almost like a broken promise the promise is literally broken on the record and it leaves you like i'm uh, the first time i listened to it uh i was probably not in the right well actually i probably was in the perfect place i was sitting like in my car in the middle of like nowhere basically at like 4 a.m and the roads were just completely <laughs> empty. And I was listening to it, and uh, the final track of the album, Movement 9, came on, and I had one of the most intensely scary experiences listening to music ever. Mm. Uh, it was insane. It's an incredible album. Go listen to it. Sounds like If you it. do one thing by listening to us fuckheads, <laughs> go listen to that album. You'll have a great time. Um, but yeah, that should be a, that's, that's my video game soundtrack. That's a good uh, one. Recky. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, what about you, Sophia? Um, I can't remember the name of the album, but Suvian Stevens had an instrumental. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I can picture the album cover. It's like, yeah, it's like pink and white mm-hmm. and like gray. Um, and I can't remember it. He's made a few instrumental records since then it's kind of older um but it's just like it's like an a full orchestra sort of like kind of a stripped down orchestra but there's like these like really plucky flutes and clarinets all over the place and it's just like such an rpg like adventurer mm. type vibe i um when i was a freshman in college i like made a video game using it but like obviously can't like yeah. Use it actually, cause right. that's illegal. <laughs> but only if you get caught. RPG music that's is so point, fun. That's a great point, actually. Right, Mac? Only if you get caught. <laughs> Damn. That's exactly correct. <laughs> Z, why don't you tell us about your uh, album that you would turn into a soundtrack? No, I don't. I don't know if I have one. Yeah. Really? Um, 
I can give you like an artist that okay. I sure. think would make for a very interesting soundtrack, and that is uh, Clams Casino. Oh my god! Great because point. Clams Casino has very like usually Clams does like hip hop beats, mm-hmm. and they're very mm-hmm. energetic, very punchy, um, but they're just like so iconic. Uh, he produced most of um, Vince Staples' mm, nice. uh, Summertime 06 album. And a lot of those instrumentals are just yeah. beautiful. And I'd be, I would love to see how like clams could do that for a video game. Because I think it could be done really, really well. Incredible. I would love to have a job. Like, I don't, I can't really speak for video games because they usually have like a dedicated person composing stuff for them. Mm-hmm. But like, film soundtracks like I guess that's the director's job whoever picks like the music like if it's existing music ah, um, for the movie that would be the best job yeah. like my partner and I have been doing this thing since for like months now where we'd like we're building on this like huge universe of an imaginary RPG that we're making and like you listen to, you listen to a song like every time I listen to something and I'm like oh this totally makes me think of like this environment I like send the song and then like a little paragraph of like what our protagonist is doing in that scene and it's been going on for months we have like like that's so cool 50 songs maybe at this point about this like entire imaginary RPG we'll go ahead and chop this section and <laughs> put it on the front <laughs> it's so incredible. fun it's so cute it's like also such a great exercise as yeah, like a, as, like, a game maker and like couple oh. and just like no <laughs> there's like great things that come out of it in all aspects of my life uh, are these all cataloged somewhere like, in texts yeah I screenshot them every time okay. I like I really would love to make something with it, but I, it's growing so quickly that, like, it would take years, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, even if I made, like, a comic out of all the things that we've compiled, it would take forever. <laughs> How do you organize it? Is it, like... It's... it. There's no organization. If I'm listening to something on Spotify and I'm like, oh, this is definitely, like, the protagonist is fighting, like, metal armored sharks on in, like, the middle of an ocean on a rowboat, that's what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I send that to him. There it is. It's super fun. That sounds incredibly fun. Wow. Yeah. I, like, want to start an imaginary universe now. You should. It's literally so fun to think about. You want to start an imaginary university? I. University? I... <laughs> Full sail universe? Well, that's very good. It's like, okay. are they pulled out as their sponsor, so it's that's, okay. That's very good. Sponsored by... <laughs> Full sa- Z, would you like to uh, do a fake university? No. Okay. And I'll tell you why, Matt. Okay. <laughs> RPGs and like large-scale games like that mm-hmm. are the only types of games that I do not want to design. Wow. Yeah, I get that, though. I just don't want to mess with them. Why? I think like designing a world is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have nothing but respect for people who do it, but mm-hmm. I don't have the patience. It seems like a lot to do it. It's I a just, ton. I don't. It's a ton. If you want to task me with like one specific slice of mm-hmm. that world, I'd love to help, but I don't want to be like the architect of it. Yeah, it's a ton. that's like why it's nice to do like like moments. Yeah, like yeah. instead of actually trying to compile it into a full yeah. working world. I've tried, tried really? to organize 
yeah, trying to organize like a world like that. I have so much respect for people who do like um, like homebrew D and D campaigns for that exact reason. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so difficult. It's like, how the fuck do you keep track of all of this lore? You're like one person. Yeah. It's like I, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, doing it for like a game where things like have to make sense. Yeah. Um, and people's like months of people's time is yeah. based off of like how you organize and people things. are gonna decipher it but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that I, is a ton. I i tend to think of like star wars yeah right? yeah and there oh are God, like, yeah. books uh I'm, I'm sure they're still printed but when i was a kid i had a friend who was like very very into star wars and when i would go to his house every time i'd like walk through the door he'd be he had like a very open living room mm. he would be on the couch reading the star wars book <laughs> And this book was literally just like a mechanics guide yeah. to the like the starships. Like it was it was literally taking like the Millennium Falcon and breaking it down to like all of its like constituent parts. Yeah. And like naming them and like the sizing of each piece and like the types of bolts that were being used yeah. and like what type of material, which planet the material was being farmed on yeah. in the Star Wars universe. Just absolutely insane. And even if it's all like made up information. And it doesn't actually like, yeah, like connect with like other things. Someone's still like coming up with that stuff. One hundred percent. Also, so when like work. languages are developed in fantasy things, oh my God. like oh Tolkien, my God. like Elvish is yeah. like a fully developed. Well, not as much as like Klingon or something, but like yeah, there's references being taken from like actual grammar in other languages yeah. other than English, other than English, and it's insane. Yeah. It's, it is insane. Like, and yet, two of those languages, Klingon and I think Dothraki, I think, are on Duolingo, but not Bulgarian. <laughs> and I'm still very salty about that. Duolingo, if you're listening, you're in Pittsburgh. Why is there no Bulgarian? I've sent you like three messages already through the app. I'm really pissed. Yeah, why don't we get someone on Duolingo on the show and we can hash this <laughs> That's up? That's good. Little Sophia versus Duolingo. That's really My funny. Employee. Bulgarian angst. Would you do, do you think that you have the capacity to do, uh, like if they asked you, hey, can you do the Bulgarian? No. The no. Bulgarian training course? Well, Absolutely not. I, <laughs> <laughs> damn. To learn Bulgarian. Nice. Partially. Well, you, you know some Bulgarian, right? No, no, no. I am fluent in Bulgarian. I oh. just don't like okay. my like slang, you know, like uh, I'm not like a cool hip youth in Bulgaria right see, now. You know, I've learned my like parents. Bulgarian, which yeah. is outdated. Is that a bad thing? No, but it's like, you know, learning from like a textbook. That's right. not true. But like, it's still not as fresh as it would be if I lived there and right. grew up. Understood. How many languages do you know, Z? Just two. Yeah. English and, sp- and Spanish. Woohoo. Yeah. Fuego. You? Por favor. Um, <laughs> I would say like two and a quarter. My French is like really bad, but. Well, you guys are far, far outweighing me. I know English as far as these beers will take me, <laughs> but I'm sobering up at this point, and it's 55 minutes in, and we've just 55. gotten. 55. We've just gotten to the good parts. Damn. How long do these episodes usually last? Like an, an hour. I think an hour, hour and ten minutes. Actually, we've been pretty solid in the hour and ten minute. Mark, yeah. that's yeah. A, that's a solid average for us. Yeah. Um, so now we have to brainstorm and one more topic. Okay. To to bring us home. 
What do you know about Daisy Community Service, Sophia? I oh, don't. I don't. We, <laughs> we steer from... <laughs> and this is a reference that I is going over okay, my head. Right, because Sophia hasn't listened to... The, yeah. the, latest, the latest couple of... Uh, yeah. yeah, you've only listened to the ones with the Shell Games folks on. You haven't ventured yeah, into, the, that's true. into the depths of our... <laughs> of Daisy. Of our... Play. Yeah. Although I do, I do want to bring this up. When I was listening to Chances, you guys mm-hmm. were talking about... Um, video games as an art form and just like interactivity and then just like the whole time you were talking about it you were talking about art as if it's just like only a beautiful thing but like there are so many interactive projects and video games that are like about really dark topics and aren't pretty and you know are definitely art you know it's like a commentary or a critique on something and but isn't the beauty in the fact that it's not beautiful why does it have to have beauty like what is this association with art and well i I feel like i guess like beauty is like a misnomer but there there's something that catches your eye in it sure and i think that that is like what i'm trying to encapsulate with with when i say there's a beauty in it there's like a sublimity but even like it it doesn't even have to be like visually appealing or like enticing to the person interacting with it Mm mm-hmm I feel like, I mean, like, the spectrum of video games that I've seen, in undergrad at least, have spanned from, like, text-based like based games that, and then, like, fully created, like, 3D spaces mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But, um, where was my point? Um, it's not always beautiful. Yeah. And a lot of the time, it's, like, more about the concept than it is the implementation mm-hmm. or something. Um yeah, Do I you can. recall like what we were talking about with Chance specifically? Um, that like that, ca- that like caught your ear. Chance was talking about his like gallery that he did, like that research mm-hmm. project. But I can't remember specifically what made me think about this. Um, but like there is um, an independent uh, game gallery here. Like like have you guys been? It's in. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think it's in Garfield or Bloomfield, mm-hmm. somewhere there. Um, but it's Paolo Pedercini. Um, he hosts, uh, this is only in the warm months of Pittsburgh time, but he just invites a bunch of like independent video game developers to showcase their games in his garage, which he's like converted into a, a gallery. And it's awesome. I feel like I've been there. Yeah, it's yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super fun. Um, and there's like um, games that involve like hardware that is like built specifically for that game um and yeah most times it's nothing at like what you picture a normal video game like Mm -hmm. like last time i was there was a while ago but i played this like (laughs) you had like a digital strap on it was like a little plastic piece with a little plastic cylinder that was stuck to it and mm-hmm. the the whole point of the game was there's like a button next to the plastic thing that sticks out and the whole point is to hit your opponent's button with your like plastic little <laughs> That's funny. cylinder before yeah. they hit your button That's and cute. you're just like they're like humping them <laughs> like trying to <laughs> press their button genital jousting exactly exactly i feel like that's a game it's so it's fun like an actual thing oh there's like a dad or is it a dad themed one isn't there one with just like penises? Yeah, I know. I think, I think I'm, I'm thinking of simulator. the penis. Yes. No. Oh, that's not what I'm thinking of. 
I think I'm. Wait, I don't know. There's like a jelly, <laughs> like penis <laughs> yes, arena type thing. Yeah, and you're trying to that's, like. That's genital jousting, I think. That's like an actual <laughs> thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. But this is like physical, like real people. Not a video game. This is just a game, but like. Wait, okay, so wait, they had a like an exhibit where you had like a. That's what? like one of the things that was showcased there. Like, um, there was another game that about rocks. Pittsburgh transportation system, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, really worth checking out. Okay, but, okay, I'm not saying that I agree with this, <laughs> but I am saying, um, going back to the art discussion uh, and what constitutes art, oh, yeah, what a what a rabbit hole this is. <laughs> Uh, doesn't it have to be at least a little enticing? Like, at Why? least, like, 1%. Because otherwise it doesn't get any attention. Is right? attention what, like, makes something art? No, but, it, I mean, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? I don't know, you told me. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> art is so many things to so many people. Like, some people just use it as an, like, a an outlet, you know, to, yeah. like, talk about something, and it doesn't always have to be shared with other people. Like, people make interactive experiences just to, like, build a thing or critique a thing. It doesn't have to be, like, persuading someone on a topic or, like, trying to make someone appreciate something else, you know? But that that's always been, like, my biggest problem with the, like... It's not really a problem. It's just, like, a I waver between between like art being a very open and general thing sure. mm. and being a very narrow thing sure. because there are there is something called like formalist art which is like critiquing art mm-hmm. through an academic and formal lens and looking at like the lines right and the colors and the forms and you can determine what's like good and bad art right but but yes. that doesn't mean <laughs> it's like art that's like one way of viewing it yeah for sure right but like i just don't think there's a right or wrong way you know no i agree i totally agree but i think everyone has their own version of what right and wrong are we're saying there's no good and bad art i feel like art yeah like when art exists in like a institution like a school or a gallery where there's like people judging and like like, it just doesn't belong there, right? But I don't know if it's judging as much as analyzing. Because there has to be some way But someone's getting something out of that. Anal- like True. People, you know? But but the groundwork, at least the way I view it, the groundwork is a, is a means for you and I to talk about a piece. Sure. Mm. On the same axis. Sure. So we can, we can look at the colors of it and talk about the colors of a piece. Or we can talk about, like, the function of a piece. Yeah. And I think, I think that's beneficial for art as a whole. For, yeah. for like creative work as a whole is is finding ways we can talk about things and like analyze pieces not necessarily critiquing them but analyzing them on a particular axis yeah i think that's good but i think that gets misconstrued as critiquing art and like calling things bad but you know critique doesn't like isn't always giving a negative opinion on something sure yeah i mean that's like critique sandwiches Right. The whole oh, oh, yeah. Sandwich. Like one good thing, a bad yeah. thing, and a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what <laughs> restaurants are you going to? <laughs> Tupaloo. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Tupaloo. Who knew? <laughs> exactly correct. And three beers. <laughs> and three beers. 
yeah. My yeah, that's my point. I, I I see what you mean. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's 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 definitely like a murky thing because everybody has a different perspective, mm-hmm. and you have to like find common ground. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are you thinking, Mac? Does all art express an idea? I I think so. Like, even if you're not like consciously trying to articulate something however you're making it you're still like doing a thing okay okay let me ask another question (laughs) does art is art always meant to get in get like a point across i don't think so can i yeah i yeah yeah. i don't have an answer to this i agree sophia um my follow-up question is does art have to be man-made Yes. Because well, you're saying like natural beauty is not art, like like earth. <laughs> yeah, because because I mean, in just that case, beauty. does it have an idea behind it? No, it's just natural beauty, right? But I would always thought that art was something that you know that someone put into the world. Like there's a connection between art and artists, unless you want to yeah, extrapolate mm, and say Mother I Nature actually, is an artist. I would agree with that. I feel like art is in some sort of craft. So what do you call like natural beauty? Natural beauty. Does it just nature? Just nature. <laughs> like yeah, you I can, can like that. people draw inspiration from it for right. their own art, which I, you know, that I. But we talk about art. nature very Ooh. similar to how we talk about art. Hmm. That's Do true. we? I yeah. mean, I feel like people appreciate natural beauty. Like, oh, that. But like, we're appreciating it. natural beauty through another art form, which is like photography and like that's also framing. That's, yeah, it's you know? very fair. But, like we, we can, can only do a lot of stuff. But I'm saying like we're only viewing nature through the ways we know how to, which is like finding beauty, which is what we associate art with, you know. Mm. So it's so you're saying it's like a chicken mm. and the egg mm. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I I, I believe that. I can get behind that. But not all art has to be um, like a conscious decision. For sure. Okay. Now I'm back to maybe maybe there is art in, in nature or whatever the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know, man. This I'm is confused. just like I went to a very conceptual art undergrad school and now I'm just like here to fuck, <laughs> fuck with your wits, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've definitely made things that I would call art that I wasn't like conscious that I was doing. I was just kind of fucking around with sure. parameters on things and would made you? a cool thing. Hmm. How <laughs> how hard do you have to try in order for it to be art? Because you're saying you I just... I don't think very hard. You may... Mm. Okay, but, like, say you put, like, a block in Unreal. Okay. And you run. And you play. <laughs> you press play. Is that art? Like... like how low is the bar here? What is... Ooh, if we're going to play that game, there's just, like... Like, think about, like, performance art and, like... What's an example I can give? Um, you seen that video of those guys <laughs> with like the, the sticks? They were it's like they're all naked, but they're wearing underwear, and they have like rods sticking out from the like general area, and they're just like whacking things with this. <laughs> no. that's a performance art piece I think of. That I'm like, what is going on here? Damn. What's the purpose of this? I think hmm. there's many different like 
things that performance art can do right like mm-hmm. sometimes it's just for the artist making it sometimes it's like to get people talking about something or just like to even question what art is that's mm-hmm. like a whole thing right <laughs> this is a lot to think about because if art can be like anything right then like would we consider a churdly's video <laughs> Or, like, I don't know, some, like, prank video on the internet to be, like, an art form. Is that something that can be... I guess, like, in that sense, what what are you trying to get out of calling something art, you know? That's fair. Like... I guess uh, I'm just a guy that loves definitions. True. Okay. Just trying to figure out, like, what... Like... At what point do we start critiquing something as art versus just saying, okay, this is like content or like this is just like some something that something something that someone is building just to like fuck around, you know what I mean? Like, I I think it I don't know. This is my thought is like it's a lens, so anything can be art if you look at it through an art mm-hmm. artistic lens, but it doesn't mean it's like inherently artistic, like what like what it mm-hmm. is. But you you can so you look can at choose anything. to look at something as art. Yeah. Yeah. Like Most, that's yeah. why art is such a weird thing to try and like contain in a like educational or like capitalism sense because it's just like such a subjective thing. Yeah. It's not a science. It's subjective and it's not like inherent, mm-hmm. I think. Is is the is the like yeah, the two two aspects that make it real slippery to like grab onto yeah how are you test okay i have a because i'm not i was like tested yeah how are you tested on because if this is such i a, haven't taken a test in many years it was just like project based okay yeah. i was tested on dates like art history type. oh you took art history yeah okay. a lot of dates a lot of like like analyze this mm-hmm. painting through like analyze the form, the, the color, the whatever. How does someone define a pass fail in like such a sort of conceptual like practice like art? I mean, sometimes it really depends on the professor that you have, you know? Some people just like won't like the work that you're doing. And yeah. that's like what happens, right? Yep. It's their class and they have a lot their of them say it's it's based on like how you argue your point mm-hmm. but I think it really comes down to like whether they agree with you or I mean not. I think it's a mix right like yeah. sometimes if you're like passionate enough about something and can really like try and explain your vision to it, your faculty and the people who are critiquing you in your class like you'll be fine yeah. I feel like usually if you're like um invested enough in your piece and like don't just like bullshit it by saying it's concept art you know yeah, yeah. by giving no effort um you'll be fine but like also there's like a caveat to that because you can like fuck around and like not give a shit but then you're just grad you know you're just wasting your time at yeah. art school so like that's, that's your fair. you're digging your own grave yeah especially in like a like a subject area where I feel like there's no room to like fuck mm. around yeah like you should be learning everything you can about art if you're taking art classes yeah cause it's like yeah, art art feels just like it's very much like on your shoulders to make it what it is. Whereas like other disciplines, you can lean on other things to like glide by. Yeah, like when I went to undergrad, I was really surprised at how few classes we had that were just like technical, 
like I took a drawing class freshman year that wasn't even like regular like exercises for a drawing class it was still very like conceptual and mm-hmm. um just free form and unhinged but so hard. <laughs> um but like honestly yeah I feel like that I would much rather have had that than have paid something for something like I have paid that much money for something that I could have just practiced on my own time yeah um yeah so like getting feedback from different artists of different disciplines shaped the nice little rigor that I am <laughs> today <laughs> no but I'm very happy with where I am and the decisions my educational decisions so yeah what advice would you give to mm. yeah this is the advice giving section this is how you can tell when we're close to the end. Do you do this every episode? No, I don't really remember what the <laughs> fuck I do every episode, to be honest with you. I wonder what Chance advice would be. Uh, did we ask Chance no, an advice not. question? Oh, wow. You've got to cut above Chance. Yeah, why don't you... I could probably cut this part out if you want to think about it. Or if you want an on the spot. What's the question? Yeah, I don't think you asked. <laughs> did I ask the question? You said what advice, and then cut off. <laughs> this episode is sponsored to sponsored by fucking three beers. I'm, I'm very tipsy. <laughs> Check that out. Why don't you take that to the bank, pal? Z bank. <laughs> Why don't you take that to the bank? Pal? <laughs> uh, what advice would you give to uh, a young little rigger? Um, or technical artist, or anyone that's trying to get into the games industry. Ooh, in your position. To get to your position. Yeah. Whoa! It's now dark in here. Let's just the keep The motion on. sensors. Let's just keep on going. Um, advice for a young, soon-to-be rigger. Um, okay, I would... Yeah, make your own characters and only make things that are exciting to you because those are the projects that you'll actually complete mm-hmm. uh, I feel Good like advice. yeah like all the characters that I love the most that I've worked on have been like you know I, I mean like yeah obviously I had fun that's an easy answer mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just have fun with that, it that yeah. is important though I think especially when you're starting off yeah I feel like people try to like just try to make their portfolio really good right. and like right. And like, oh, I'm going to take this concept art from someone, um, which is also fine and it's good practice. But I feel like you won't like if you're trying to do this as a job, you need to like really figure out if you enjoy doing it. And the only way you do that is if you are like passionate about where you're starting, yeah. not just doing it for an exercise. It's kind of like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if I tried much harder. I don't know if I'd keep doing it. So we just got to get to a point where. Uh, we're comfortable at the effort level. It's yep. a very slow, gradual upwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of peaks and valleys. Yeah. I feel like once you learn the art of editing, <laughs> no this way. podcast is unstoppable. There's no way in hell that's Slice ever off happened. the first 20 minutes of each episode. <laughs> no, there's no way. I gotta, I'm just gonna start putting in the description. The first 25 episode, the minutes of this episode kind of suck. Bear with us. It gets good. It gets pretty, it gets pretty philosophical towards the end. So you don't want to stick off, you don't want to stick through the bullshit at the beginning. Maybe you just need to drink more alcohol, like, as the time goes on. Can you imagine if I was more drunk than I am now? It's like a little drunk history, (laughs) but with games. Dude, I would, I don't, I would actually have to edit so much 
If I had more than a couple drinks, holy shit, it'd be like taking the mic to just Mario's, taking Mike to the bar. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a special Christmas episode or something, yeah. you know? Mac and Z bar crawl. Holiday edition. <laughs> Asking random people this their favorite video game experiences. <laughs> In design, that, that actually could be kind of interesting. Do you know how video games work? Quick, what is a VFX <laughs> artist? <laughs> yeah, what's a draw call, pal? What's unreal? <laughs> Just asking sober as fuck people on the street on the bus. Hey man, the bus driver. Yeah, hey man, what's a draw call, pal? Um, Sophia, right, Sophia. any uh, any shout outs? Anything you want to shout out? Shout out to our hundreds of thousands of. Uh, waiting visitors and viewers. And Both of those words are wrong. Yeah, this is a very auditory focused podcast. I don't know, man. Should I like plug myself? Go yeah. ahead. Um, Go on ahead. I'm at Sophia Vidova Art on Instagram. Actually, great content. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Thanks, and I'm at SophiaVidova.com. You can go see my cute little characters making weird faces. Has it? Have you updated it since last semester? Um, I've added, I need to add that little chinchilla guy okay, that yes. I worked on. Yeah, that guy's cute. Hee Super cute. Yeah, man. Sweet. This is fun. I like talking about shit when I'm not sober. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is, this was a great time. Yeah. Whether people are going to listen to it. I will listen to this every day. <sighs> this is going to be my alarm. Oh, <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> we'll just start your morning with just snippets. Chaos. This is going to be divided up into like three second chunks for like yeah. the next year. Yeah, and that's my alarm. This pop- Whoa. Wow, the lights are back on. Lights are back on the lights no just reason. came back on. I don't know on. if I like this sort of lights on, lights off. <laughs> I did not but like, that. how did it turn on? We I weren't moving. Know. That's a great question. Um, Folks. Anyway. Oh, you know what? People are probably leaving the studio and just turned the lights on outside. Oh, my And then heard God. us and <laughs> turned them back That's on. so cool, actually. <laughs> Folks, this episode has been brought to you by... <gasps> I'm wearing Shell Game socks today. By the Shell Game socks that Sophie is wearing today. Yo, they're so snazzy. They are extremely snazzy. I forgot I was wearing them. I, I wore them so much that I put holes in them. I no longer have shell game socks. Yes, get some more. Yeah, you can, get some more. you can do something about that. Don't be shy. Put some more. This has been what? Three beers in. What? Do you not get that reference? No. Don't be shy. Put some more. Is that not, a, is that not like a normal thing? I don't know where I got that. I've never heard that. That's a great point. You know what? <laughs> anyway. Fuck this. I'm pressing the stop button. Oh, my God.